Welcome to Life Quest Liberty, live in-depth conversations with today's top writers, editors, and spiritual leaders concerning religious freedom around the world. On today's broadcast, we'll examine local and international factors that may be impacting your right to worship and obey God as your conscience dictates. I'm your Life Quest Liberty host, Charles Mills. I heard a comedian the other day say that the time is coming when confessionals at Catholic churches will be filled with priests on both sides of the curtain. Sex scandals on an international scale are bringing this once-dominant religion to its knees. Here for an update is Lincoln Steed, editor of Liberty Magazine. Lincoln, what is going on? Something happened only a few days ago that I think sort of sums things up. Archbishop of Washington, Cardinal Donald Wuerl, was addressing a Catholic audience mm-hmm. on the sexual abuse scandal at the Annunciation Catholic Church. The expectation was he was talking to the faithful. Sure. And... One Catholic yelled out, shame on you, Mm. while another actually turned her back on him in protest. Now, that's interesting. That tells me it isn't just the Catholic clergy running a continued legal battle with uh, authorities all over the world, I might say, not in any one country, over how they've dealt with the scandal and whether they've turned people over or what they've usually done is damped down anything about the scandal and moved the priest or, or in some cases, cardinal elsewhere. Mm -hmm. But the members are starting to react. I was listening to a Catholic call-in program the other day, and And somebody called in about it, and they had an interesting take on it that I hadn't heard before. They said that this shows what Jesus said about hell wouldn't make any headway against the church, but that it was a target of Satan, and the priestly abuse shows that the devil is at it. Well, yeah, I guess I'd go along with that. Sure, why not? (laughs) Yes, exactly. Absolutely. It's true on one level, but it can be... uh, problematic if it's used to sort of take away uh, personal responsibility. This is not something that just sort of happened. It was done by agents, priests, even Mm. up to archbishops. But I don't really know that the Roman Catholic Church is seriously, in the serious way that it should, address this even now. I mean, this is a systemic problem. This isn't a localized problem. This is in the DNA of the church, it seems. Yes, they don't want to admit that. Yeah. But I was in a waiting room in a car repair place recently in Hagerstown, and uh, I saw a local newspaper. It was actually from nearby Martinsburg, West Virginia, just across the river. And I opened it. You know, I I like to read, do something while I'm waiting. (laughs) And here was an article saying that charges have been uh, brought against dozens of Catholic priests in the area, which is not new. You can read that in almost any paper. Right. But they named them. I said many of them have oh. recently died. They named them and outlined who it was they abused and what happened and all the rest. Whoa. It would curl your hair. Whoa. Wow. You know, it's easy for it to sort of become a political question, and as they say, the church under attack. These are not unsubstantiated charges by and large. And uh, I don't really know how the Catholic Church is going to deal with it. And on one level, we could sympathize. Australia, where I'm originally from, mm-hmm. is in the middle of the same deal. <laughs> yes, yes. And, and they actually have brought full legal charges against Cardinal George Pell, the top cardinal from the U.S., who had moved recently to uh, Rome and become the treasurer of the Vatican. Mm-hmm. Very high placed. 
and he's facing personal charges, not something that he didn't turn in from someone else, things he did hmm. earlier in his career. Hmm. And again, I don't want to recount them, but in Australia, they're known in great detail. He ran the gauntlet. He's had pre-trial hearings and all the rest. There were many, many charges, and some have been not so much dismissed, but decided that the business is too long and so on. But the ones that they are left, there's dozens of cases, mm. dozens. It's not a close call. I don't know what's going to happen to him when he finally comes before the sentencing judge, but it's not going to be good for him and the church. And in Australia, they've done studies of all the churches, not just the Roman Catholic Church. Mm. An inordinately high percentage was Roman Catholic, even though there were others, including even the Salvation Army. I noticed that was quite significant. Mm. But other than the the Catholic Church, the Salvation Army, and just a, a few other major groups, it was only a few percentage points spread among the others. So there's clearly something going on. Yeah. And when we're talking religious liberty, the Catholic Church or any other church has the right to believe and structure their church any way they want. But as a Protestant, I have a horrible fear that they've perpetrated mm. the tendency in priestly celibacy and the role that they give to the priest as the representative of God to take confessions and so on. This right. is a very extreme social relationship they've established. And it seems to me from what I read in the newspapers and articles that I've seen in association with it, most sex crimes are from the point of power, yes. not yes. gratification. And I'm afraid that the Roman Catholic Church have delivered themselves to this quandary by their theology. Clarify that for me, by their theology. The theology of being you know, celibate, is that what you're talking about? Yes. Okay. And right. the status that they've given to a priest, right. which okay. is not, okay. in my Bible, yeah. given to ministers normally. Okay. All right. Well, so we have a denomination, we have a church body that is being very human, and again, I want to make sure that our listeners understand that we're not pointing fingers at Catholic congregations, we're pointing the fingers where it belongs, at the administration of that church and the priests who are involved in this thing, because not all are, of course. I was driving to the farmer's market a week ago and listened to the local Catholic church service, and they were saying how sorry they were this was happening and how they had set up in their church a whole department that is set up to deal with this. If, if you have any kind of abuse or you know of any kind of abuse or experiencing that kind of abuse, you go to this department made up of several people and they can guide you through this thing and they can bring to justice those who are being evil. But the Pope himself has, has worried people of late. That's true. That's, that's what I'm going to say. Yeah. yeah, just at the beginning of September, giving an address in the Vatican, he said that the church should respond in silence. Yes, yes He says, yes. Uh, we shouldn't speak to some of these things. He says, like I'm quoting from you now, he says, with people who lack goodwill, with people who only look for scandal, who solely seek division, who are just after destruction, even in families, silence and prayers, he says. Ah, oh, but I'm so glad that the churches are not following that. He may not be glad about it, but I'm kind of glad that my local church, at least, is not responding in silence, Lincoln. Yeah. Now, you know, I'm not trying to pick on the Catholics now, but before the Reformation, that's precisely what yeah. got the Christian church as a whole into trouble. Yeah. You can't deny your, your situation. You can't deny your mistreatment. You can't deny uh, wrong theology. You can't deny the right of people to think differently. And I think this has just sort of clamped a lid on it and hope it goes away. 
we have to sympathize with the Roman Catholic administration for yeah. having to deal with this. Yeah. But an answer is not to deny that anything's happening. Then you're only uh, concealing evil. And so we must pray for the Catholic Church. It's got to be traumatic for the regular members, as I say, who will yell out, shame. That never would have happened before. There's people of good faith everywhere. I mean, Roman Catholics are not different human beings. They have a right to be Catholic. Who would ever say otherwise? Religious liberty extends to everybody. But how a church responds to things that are of general societal interest like this is very important, and no church, I think, under the guise of religious liberty, has a right to cover abuse of other human beings, and that's what's at stake here. We expect the church to be a source of moral clarity and of Christian charity toward people, which, of course, the Catholic and other churches are in many ways. But in this one way, I think we have a great dislocation and a great denial of spiritual obligations even. And this, like you say, crosses over to all denominations, whether you're a Protestant or a Lutheran or a Catholic or a Seventh-day Adventist or a well, Baptist. what it's doing, and I've, I've only read a little on this, but I believe it's bringing all religion into disrepute. Yeah, that's true. All that's ministers true. of religion yeah. are now suspect, yeah. seen as closet homosexuals or pedophiles. Yeah. This is not good for, for the body of Christ, mm-hmm. who's quite the, the Pope says this often, and he's right. We're all Christians, and we, we cannot be happy when Christianity is brought into disrepute this way. Oh, my, the Me Too movement goes to church. So I hear you saying that there's, there needs to be not silence in the part of the abusers and the part of the abused. Am I right in saying that? No, oh, we've had other programs about how law-abiding Christians should be. Yes. This is not a law that's aimed at any church, and it needs to be respected. Whether the church should change or a question is its theology, that's for them to decide. Yeah. I personally think it's tied up in how this is generated. But that's, you know, that's no one else can tell them they have to change their theology. But all other people and all other people of faith and all other Christians have to have a vested interest in this being dealt with honestly and directly and in a way that, that acknowledges other people's rights. That's exactly what I was going to say. You you were saying something you said just a couple programs ago on this on this show. You were talking about rights and that we all have civil rights. We all have rights, whether we're Catholic, Seventh Adventist, or Baptist. We all have rights, and if those rights are transgressed by whatever, by whomever, we need to say something. Am I right? Absolutely, we need to speak out. Uh, we have to sigh and cry, according to the Bible, for the abominations done in the land. Okay, very good. Lincoln Steed, editor of Liberty Magazine. Any final words of encouragement? We know the problem now. How can you encourage us, Lincoln? Well, we have to pray for these leaders of uh, the, the largest Christian faction. Yes. I don't agree with their theology, but they are Christians, and I pray that the charity of Christ will, 
will inspire them to respond correctly to the scandal. Oh, the universal bomb in Gilead, that prayer. I love that. Thank you very much, Lincoln. Folks, we have a website for you to go to uh, learn more about these topics and to leave comments and to see videos, listen to radio programs, read articles. That's all at libertymagazine.org, libertymagazine.org. And you can also subscribe to Liberty Magazine, and I recommend that you do so for yourself and also for people in your community, those people who could use this type of encouragement and information as they make decisions in your community that concern you and everyone else there, especially in areas of religious freedom. That's libertymagazine.org. Until next time, this is Charles Mills along with Lincoln Steed inviting you to rest in the freedom of God's love. Goodbye, everyone. If you'd like more information about LifeQuest Liberty, call 443-391-7258 or email us through our website at libertymagazine.org. Join us again next week at this same time as we examine more of the threats and challenges facing your religious freedom. May God keep the flames of liberty burning in your heart today. <laughs>